0: Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. It is Wednesday. It is April 26th. Our prayer then today comes from Fount of Heaven. Let's pray. Lord, your hand has shown us the everlasting fabric of the world, you created the earth. You who are faithful throughout all generations, righteous in your judgments, marvelous in strength and excellence. You who are wise in creating and establishing what you have made. You who are good and faithful toward those who trust in you. You who show pity and compassion. Forgive us our sins, our unrighteousness, our transgressions, and our shortcomings. Do not hold us to account for every sin, but cleanse us with the cleansing of your truth. Guide our steps to walk in holiness, righteousness, and singleness of heart. Help us to do those things that are good and pleasing in your sight, as well as in the sight of our leaders. Amen. All right, we are in Isaiah chapter 65. Today we are going to be reading from verse 1 through verse 16. Hear the word of the Lord. I was ready to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I was ready to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here I am, here I am to a nation that was not called by my name. I spread out my hands all the day to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices, a people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and making offerings on bricks, who sit in tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat pig's flesh and broth of tainted meat is in their vessels, who say, keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am too holy for you. These are smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all the day. Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will indeed repay into their lap both your iniquities and your father's iniquities together, says the Lord. Because they made offerings on the mountains and insulted me on the hills. I will measure into their lap payment for their former deeds. Thus says the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster and they say, do not destroy it for there is a blessing in it. So I will do for my servants' sake and not destroy them all. I will bring forth offspring from Jacob and from Judah, possessors of my mountains. My chosen shall possess it and my servant shall dwell there. Sharon shall become a pasture for flocks and the valley of Achor, a place for herds to lie down for my people who have sought me. But you who forsake the Lord, who forget my holy mountain, who set a table for fortune and fill cups of mixed wine for destiny... I will destine you to the sword, and all of you shall bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did what was evil in my eyes, and chose what I did not delight in. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, my servant shall eat, but you shall be hungry. Behold, my servant shall drink, but you shall be thirsty. Behold, my servant shall rejoice, but you shall be put to shame. Behold, my servant shall sing for gladness of heart, but you shall cry out for pain of heart and shall wail for breaking of spirit. You shall leave your name to my chosen for a curse, and the Lord God will put you to death. But his servants he will call by another name, so that he who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth, and he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth, because the former troubles are forgotten and are hidden from my eyes. We see the heading here in Isaiah 65, and we shouldn't be surprised by what we see here. We see judgment and salvation. Hasn't that really been the overall theme of what we have seen in the book of Isaiah? It's a long book. We're nearly to the end, but there is a lot of judgment, but there is also a lot of salvation. There's a lot of contrast here. And here we see another statement of judgment, and what has happened is is God put it out there for his people straight away to understand what is coming and what is happening. They need to be faithful to him, not just in their rituals, but he is calling them to be faithful in what they do. And so God says, hey, I've, I've put salvation out there. I have given you all this stuff, but you know what? You've decided to be a rebellious people. Instead, he has told people Everyone, he has told them, here I am, here I am. Notice the repetition here. The idea is that God is saying this clearly. He's saying it in repetition. It has been said more than once. God didn't say, here I am, and just nobody heard it or whatever. He is repeating here. Isaiah is repeating this here, this idea, I'm here, I'm here. This is, this is emphasis here. But what happened? The people walked in their own way. They did what was not good. They, they followed their own devices. And we see the kind of stuff that they did. He's putting this call out to his people who have been given a particular standard. They've been given his law. And yet they are going after other things. We're going to see that multiple times here in this passage. Because what we see is that they are uh, sitting in tombs and spending the night in secret places. Now, what does that mean? Well, the idea is, is that they're going out seeking the advice of the dead. They're, they're trying to uh, basically look into the future, to divine the, the future from these dead spirits. Totally forbidden by the people of God, and that, or for the people of God. And then we see something else that they do. Pork was forbidden, but the people were eating pig's flesh, and they are eating broth of tainted meat. God gave them very clear commands, and they rejected it. And notice what verse 5 says. This is a humbling thing to read here. They, God says that his people said, keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am too holy for you. They thought that they were righteous, that they were better. The Holy One of Israel, they are speaking this to him. And, and think back to the beginning of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah tells what the seraphim are saying, right? They are saying, holy, holy, holy. Three times emphasis on the holiness of God in that passage. But here we have a contrast. The people think that they're too holy for him. But we notice that judgment is coming. Verse 6. Behold, it is written before me. I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will indeed repay into their lap both your iniquities and your father's iniquities together, says the Lord, because they made offerings on the mountains and insulted me on the hills. I will measure into their lap payment their former deeds. Now, what is this doing? What is this saying here? The idea of making offerings on the mountains and insulting uh, God on the hills is this idea of pagan worship. They would go to the high places. Uh, You may have heard the stories from the kings of the Old Testament, and they'll say, but this was a pretty good king, but he didn't remove the high places. Well, the idea was that they would go out and they would do these uh, pagan sacrificial rituals in these high places on the hills. God is saying that you have insulted me by doing this. I have given you a path of holiness. I have given you a way to worship me. And instead, you've gone out and done it on your own on the hills. And so there will be judgment for this. And notice to the extent of which this is. uh, God said that they have forsaken the Lord. They have forgotten his holy mountain. They've forgotten the temple. They've forgotten Jerusalem. Uh, They set a table for fortune and filled cups of mixed wine for destiny. Now, Setting a table that's the idea of food they're doing this for fortune. these are are pagan gods, and they're named after what you're hoping to get good fortune uh The wine here is named uh they set the cups for destiny they're hoping for good things to be seen in their f- future, but what has happened instead. You're not getting good things. God says, I will destine you to the sword for this. And all of you shall bow down to the slaughter. Because when I called you, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. But you did what was evil in my eyes and chose what I did not delight in. God had things that he delighted in. He delighted in his law and the commands that he gave to his people. But they're setting a table for fortune. And they're filling cups of wine for destiny. They're going to the wrong places. And they will be judged. And so we see this. And the contrast is amazing that the literary device used here in Isaiah is awesome. They they have this table for fortune, this wine for destiny. But what happens? Behold, my servant shall eat, but you shall be hungry. My servant shall drink, but you'll be thirsty. In other words, you're setting out food, but you will not eat. You're setting out this wine. You're going to be thirsty. Judgment is coming for you because you have disobeyed the Lord God. And so he says that there is going to be a remnant, though. There are going to be those who will be faithful. He has done this thing in his people. And he says, but his servants he will call by another name, so that he who blesses himself in the land shall bless himself by the God of truth. They are going to be faithful to the truth. Instead of seeking after uh, fortune and destiny, they are going to seek the God of truth. And he who takes an oath in the land shall swear by the God of truth. They will remain faithful to the one true God. Because the formal troubles are forgotten and are hidden from my eyes. God is going to do a new thing. And we are blessed. Because in our lives, we have turned away from him. We have rebelled against him, just as the people rebelled in the Old Testament. Mind you, we aren't setting a table for fortune or pouring out wine for some God we hope that will give us destiny. But we have rebelled against God. We have looked to things beside him. But yet, we have the assurance that his work in us is not done. That through his Holy Spirit, he calls us back to himself. He continues to build us up in faith through his word. And through that knowledge of salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. That salvation we have because he bore the wrath of God for our sin. And so, we know That the things that we have done in the past our former troubles. They're forgotten. They're hidden from God's eyes because Christ has covered us. Everywhere else we've gone is forgotten. But now we know that we have Christ. That has been covered. So may we seek him only. May we desire to be fed at his table and to be given our thirst to be satisfied through his word. May we have that satisfaction. May we seek him alone. Let's close up with prayer. Triune God, we are a people who were rebellious. and that you spread out your hands and gathered us to yourself. Grant that we would not provoke you to your face, but instead serve you in humility, knowing that we have been rescued by your great and infinite mercy. Today, we lift up the missionaries that our congregation supports in our nation and in other parts of the world. We thank you for the ministries that they do where you have planted them to serve. And we especially think of the ministry of Mission E4 in Haiti. Grant them perseverance in the work that you've called them to and bless them with faithfulness to your word as they minister in the communities where you've planted them. And as we head out into your world today, we ask for the strength to stand strong and firm in the Lord. May our lives be a witness to the great love and mercy that you've shown to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray all of these things in his name. Amen. All right, that has us to the middle of Isaiah 65. We'll finish up chapter 65 next time. Uh, Next time will be next week. I apologize for not giving a notice for nothing last Friday or last Monday, but between preparing for presbytery exams and preparing uh, for a memorial service for my aunt. was not able to fit it in, and then we won't have anything this Friday because the next two days I will be gone traveling for Presbytery. So look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website edgertonfrc.org.